Hello, Elder Barbara here. Welcome to the Church Within You podcast. I am so glad to have you join me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, as I sit here, I was thinking of those that are going through with all the things that's going on in the world right now, uh, the people over in Ukraine, the um, people in Africa, the people in India, the people everywhere, everywhere, somewhere, somewhere, someone is going through one thing or another. And I was sitting here going through the scriptures and it just kept coming back to me about the woman with the issue of blood and the um, Jairus' daughter. And, you know, something, let me just go right to the word and read it to you, okay? And this, I'm actually coming from Mark 5 and beginning at the 21st verse, where it says, when Jesus was passed over again by ship onto the other side, much people gathered unto him and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him, and thronged him. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. And I believe Jairus' daughter, she was 12 years old too. Blood of 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? This is coming from the Full Life Bible, if I didn't say it earlier. And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be Hold of thy plague. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead, why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Remember that 36th verse. Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John and the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the torment 
and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado? And weep. The damsel is not dead, yet sleepeth. And they laughed at him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Tabitha, come in, which is, being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years, and they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it, and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. Let's go back. This man came to Jesus because he had heard of the other miracles. And he wanted Jesus to come to his house because his daughter was so greatly ill. And about the same time, this woman that had this issue of blood for 12 long years had went from doctor to doctor seeking help for her condition, yet not finding any. Also, she had spent all that she had. When she heard about that Jesus was passing by, anyone in those days, especially she had an issue of blood, they was not considered clean. And she seen, it says the throne was pressing all around him. That meant there was this great crowd of people all around Jesus. And they was pressing, trying to get to the Messiah. And she seen him as he went by. And as he went by, she couldn't get herself close enough to him. So she actually had to go down low, which means she had to start trying to crawl through these legs and these feet that when she looked straight up ahead, all she really could see was just the hem of his garment. And she reached forward and she just touched it. And as soon as she touched it, the virtual that was within Christ went out of him. And he knew instantly that someone had touched him and he stopped and he turned around looking to see and his disciples even asked him, because God, I'm sorry, Jesus came out and said, who touched me? And they asked the question, what do you mean who touched you? You see all of these people, but he knew that one. And as he looked, he seen her and she grew afraid, you know, but yet she did say it was I that touched you. And she told him, what was going on, but the Lord knew and she knew because she felt it immediately that she was healed from what she had been experiencing for 12 years. She immediately felt the difference. And the Lord told her to go, that your faith have made you whole, your faith. And just at this time, here comes someone running from the synagogue ruler's house to tell, tell him that your daughter is dead. 
Don't trouble him any longer. But Jesus said, basically, don't worry about it. And he took his brethren and they went to the house. Praise God. And he called out to her first. He had to put those out that was wailing and crying. And then when he told them that she wasn't dead, there was those that was around because they had seen that the child to them was dead. And they laughed about it, but he put them out. And he went in. And let me tell you something about faith. All God had to do was call her. And the child arose. All we have to do is just have that faith. See, the synagogue ruler, he had faith. It was just like the blind man that sat beside the road and he heard that Jesus was coming through and everything. And he just started calling out son of David. He just started calling out and calling out and calling. And those that were near told him to be quiet, but he called out the more. It was the faith and just believing. He was a blind man that did not see, but had heard. But yet he called out. Here was this woman with this issue of blood for 12 long years. She had heard. He was this ruler, the synagogue ruler, 12-year-old daughter, sick to the death. But he had heard. It was their faith, the faith of the woman with the issue of blood, the faith of the synagogue ruler, the faith of the blind man that sat beside the roadside. It was their faith. All we have to have is just faith. There's a parable in the Bible that spoke of the faith of the size of a mustard seed. We know that a mustard seed is a very tiny, tiny seed, but it grows to be this huge tree. We know by faith, by faith, we can ask and tell the mountain to move and the mountain will move by faith and believing and trusting in God. I believe and trust in God. I know sometimes we seem like we have to see it to believe it, but faith is not seeing it, but yet believing it because God said it was going to be so. Faith is believing and not doubting. Faith is reaching, reaching out and knowing that he is the one that's going to grab hold to your hand. Faith is knowing that even with your eyes closed, that if you feel yourself getting ready to fall, that he will catch you. He's going to keep you balanced. Faith is, is that hope and believing in what God said in his word. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. All you have to do is just acts of me. Believe in your heart beyond a shadow of a doubt. Believe in him and trust in him. And he will deliver. If you're going through something, just know that our God has never lost a battle. Just know that you can trust and put all of your trust in him. It might not look like it right now, but God has you in the palm of his hand. God knows your situation even before you ask. He will make a way out of no way just like he did with the woman with the issue of blood, just like he did with the synagogue ruler's daughter, just like he did for the blind man that sat beside the road calling out his name, thou son of David. Praise God. Just have faith. Faith can move mountains. Faith, faith in God. If you need him, 
just call him. He knows. He knows your name. He knows your voice. Out of a million people calling Jesus, he knows your name. He knows the tears that have fallen from your eyes. He knows just what you're going through. Believe me, that help is on the way. Believe me, your healing is now. Praise God. And if not on this side, know and trust this. Just like in the book of Hebrews, those that have went through many, many of things, those that have fought in wars, those that have traveled here and there, God still brought them through. He brought them through. We didn't see it. They didn't see it. But God kept them and God brought them through it. He will bring you through it because he is God. We just have to trust and believe in him that God is still delivering and God is still working miracles. He is still a miracle worker. I believe in the one and only true living God. There is no other. If you're getting ready to go into surgery, you ask God not just to hollow out the room. You ask God to touch any and every one that's in there, even the hands and the eyes of the surgeon. You ask God to guide. You ask God to come on in the room. He is your chief physician. Put your trust in God. Don't doubt and don't waver. God is there for us. Believe me, he is truly there. He is not gone anywhere. He's right by your side. If all you have to do is just think on him, think on him. He is right there. He let his presence be known to you. Praise God. Trust in God. Believe in God. Hold on to his unchanging hand. We serve a good God, a God that is always blessing. And I thank him for blessing you, for blessing your household, for blessing your children, for blessing your going out, as well as your coming in. I thank God for keeping us one by one and name by name from heart to heart and breast to breast. I give him the glory. I give him the honor and the praise that's rightfully due him. In the book of Psalms, in the eighth chapter, eighth division, it says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. We're talking about a God that has not forgotten his creation, has not forgotten his creation. For that word in that same subdivision says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, of the son of man that thou visiteth him? The Lord will visit you. He will keep you. He that keepeth Israel shall keep you. You are his creation. And when you walk upright, when you proclaim his name before the world, when he looks down, he can look and see the image of himself shining back at him. Stay true to his word. God will never leave us. 
and he won't forsake us. No matter what we are going through, God has us saints. He truly does. Have a blessed rest of your evening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need a Savior.